This is the Sunday Worship Podcast. Hello, happy Christmas to you all and welcome to worship. I'm Sam Davidson and it's great to be with you. Today, our guest speaker is Commissioner Jill Cottrell and she'll be sharing a Christmas Day message with us. The Bible reading is taken from Luke chapter 2 verses 1 to 20 from the NIV. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria, and everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger, because there was no guest room available for them. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, And the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today, in the town of David, a Saviour has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of heavenly hosts appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to those on whom his favour rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, They spread the word concerning what had been told to them about this child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. Shall we pray? Dear Lord, on this Christmas Day, we gather with full hearts of joy and gratitude. We thank you for your gift, your Son, Jesus Christ, whose birth we celebrate today. May the spirit of Christmas fill our hearts and homes with peace, compassion, comfort and joy. Bless our families and friends those near and far. Bring comfort to those who are lonely or hurting and may you bring peace to those in need. And Lord, help us to remember the true meaning of Christmas, your love for humanity shining brightly for all to see. Amen. Greetings to you all on this, the first day of Christmas 2023. I say that just in case you were thinking that Christmas will soon be over 
and in the next couple of days you can pack away the tinsel. Today is the first of 12 days to celebrate the birth of Jesus, the Saviour coming into the world. And that's more than a good enough reason to celebrate on a daily basis the wonderful truth communicated to us so beautifully in John's Gospel, chapter 1, verse 14, that the Word, that is Jesus, made his dwelling among us. Or as the message translation puts it, the Word became flesh and blood and moved into the neighbourhood. God is hidden no more. He has spoken his mind, wrapped the gift of his love in the stuff of mankind. So writes the wonderfully gifted General John Gowans in his song, In the Face of a Child, music by General John Larson. I love that song. I remember when it was first introduced at our songster choir practice, and we set about learning it in readiness for the carol service. Everything was going so well until our songster leader suddenly stopped us singing and remarking that she didn't much like using the word stuff in a spiritual song, considering it not at all appropriate, and so decided that the word stuff should be replaced with the word form. God is hidden no more. He has spoken his mind, wrapped the gift of his love in the form of mankind. Of course, that's true in a sense, but it doesn't quite do it for me. I don't know what you think. It seems to make it proper and clinical, but doesn't explain fully the enormity of what God did in sending his precious son into the world to be with us and save us. Stuff, on the contrary, seems to be a far more accurate description of our lives. And I wonder if you've ever said, I've got a lot of stuff going on at the minute. Stuff implies the rough and tumble, the joys, the highs and lows, the pressures and challenges, our fears, our mistakes, our mess-ups, our hang-ups and our disappointments, our struggles, our sin, our sadness. Place all of that on a world scale then God must surely have come to that conclusion that there was no other way than to send his son Jesus into the world to show his great love for us, to rescue us and save us, that we might have life in all its fullness, in the stuff of our lives, in order that you and I might experience his presence with us and his peace and so much more. So... Is peace possible in our hearts in 2023? In the midst of a world that in so many places is bereft of peace and goodwill? And I wonder if there's anyone listening this morning who is grappling with or overwhelmed or weighed down with the stuff of life, even on this Christmas day, and who is searching for, longing for something to change in their circumstances, or more importantly, a change within themselves, longing to find peace and a sense of well-being in the midst of all the stuff that life throws at us at times. I love the account of the birth of Jesus. I never tire of hearing it. 
and my imagination tends to run wild as I picture the scenario described to us in Luke's Gospel, Chapter 2. You know it well, of course. The shepherds on their night shift on a hillside huddled around a fire to keep themselves warm and their animals safe. The only sounds to be heard are a few bleating sheep, maybe the crackling of the fire and their intermittent conversation, when, without any warning whatsoever, all heaven breaks loose, literally. The sky's lit up big time. A shining angel hovers over them, who then proceeds to deliver an amazing, world-changing announcement that would bring a life-changing transformation of goodwill and peace through Jesus. Peace to all. And as if that wasn't enough, the angel choir turns up to sing in numbers, taking the noise up several decibels. The sheep were going crazy, the birds were flapping and tweeting, and as for the shepherds, well... They were truly pinned to the ground in awe and fear and wonder. This was a night like no other, a defining moment in history. And what a message, Luke records. Do not be afraid, said the angel. I bring you good tidings that will cause great joy for all people. Today in the town of David, a saviour has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace to those on whom his favour rests. Such familiar verses, aren't they, to many of us? that we might just miss the depth of meaning in the phrases and fail to allow the full implication of the good news into our hearts and lives that comes through relationship with Jesus. Listen again. Don't be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy. Who is this good news of joy for? It's for all people, you and me, people with stuff going on. It's for rich and poor alike, for every nation and race. No one, not anyone, needs to miss out here. A saviour has been born to you and he is Christ the Lord. Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace on whom his favour rests. So is there something we should do then to be able to receive the good news of Jesus, the giver of love, joy and peace into our lives? Nathan was an exceptionally bright little boy in one of our last core church appointments. He's a Cambridge graduate now, but one Christmas, when he was probably around six, His mum was putting him to bed after a busy Sunday at church. They were talking through the day as they always did when Nathan said, We were practising away in a manger for the carol service today. Oh, were you? That's nice, his mum replied. Did you know, continued Nathan, that you must be a special shape to get into heaven? What, said mum. Don't be silly, Nathan. Whatever gave you that idea? I'm not being silly. It says so in the last verse of Away in a Manger. Be near me, Lord Jesus. I ask thee to stay close by me forever and love me, I pray. Bless all the dear children in thy tender care and fit us for heaven 
to live with thee there. Every Christmas since then, whenever we sing away in a manger, I smile and think of Nathan as we sing and fit us for heaven. So here's the good news. You'll be pleased to know that we don't need to be a special shape to receive Jesus Christ and all that he brings into our lives or be refreshed in our hearts again by his spirit. Nor do we need to be a certain kind of person to fit in. And even more than that, we don't have to wait to have everything sorted and in place to receive Jesus into our lives. Isn't that a relief? We're all invited to come to the Saviour, just as we are, just as the shepherds did. They were a group of working men, eking out a living, tending their sheep, who in simple obedience and in faith found the Christ child, the promised Messiah. And instinctively and reverently, I imagine, they fell to their knees and in humility offered their lives, stuff included. Yet to all who received him, to those who believed in his name, writes John, he gave the right to become children of God. Jesus is good news for everyone. Whoever we are, whatever we're going through, whatever stuff makes up our lives. And if life is particularly difficult for you today, and you don't know where to turn, whether you've been on the Christian path for many years, or haven't quite taken that first step of faith yet, then hear this message that comes to you. A saviour has been born to you, and he is Christ the Lord. Jesus loves you. He came to earth for you. Your name is written on his heart. He wants to live in you, be with you, giving you his deep peace and joy in the midst of all the stuff. So why not open your heart and life to him today on this, the first day of Christmas. God bless you.
Whatever you might be doing today, wherever you may be, may the peace of Christ be with you always. Goodbye and God bless.